cassette tape number one. Hello, welcome to I Will Write Your Book. This is Will Hines. I'm a ghost author. Look, here's the deal. I write books for other people for a living. I don't get credit, but what I do is I record my meetings with them because they're quite interesting people, and then I release those meetings in this podcast so that you, fans of the publishing industry, can hear how things work behind the scenes. As I always say, if you are not a fan of the publishing industry, please stop listening. This is only for people who are interested in the under the hood workings of the publishing industry. Stop listening. If you are less than a thousand percent enthusiastic about that with me, as always, is my copy editor, Karen Donahue. Hello, Karen. Well, are you wearing a toupee? <laughs> yes. Could you tell? Is yeah, it obvious? It's quite obvious. I was really it's hoping it would obvious. pass. I, this is. I spent some money on this. I think this is. You a did. Good one. You did. <laughs> you know. You know. This is. I think this is good. I. Did, I, you, did you get it at a pawn shop or? Yeah, I got it at a pawn shop. Or, I went down okay. to the pawn. A lot of people are pawning toupees. Right. And if you want it, you can get a high quality toupee for way under market price if you just mm. go to a pawn shop. Yeah. I was pawning my old Dell, my Dell laptop, and I uh, just saw a bunch of these toupees and I was like, hey, you know what? I'll try it. I also got these teeth whitening strips. Oh, well, that's I'm proud of you for that. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I haven't done that for too long. Just Why never... did you have to pawn your old Dell? I just, um, I'm kind of, I'm behind on my gas bill. Okay, and then you use that money to buy a toupee instead. Yeah. Of, mm-hmm. Okay. It just looks very worn. Like it looks old. Like it's been that, styled. I thought a that bunch. made it look realistic. Not really, because like you see, what's in. happening is there's a distinct line of demarcation. It's just a toupee. You would have been better off with a wig, quite honestly, because you there's can, nothing. You can really... tell the sides of my head are different than the than the toupee. Yes, and the toupee is jet black. Mm-hmm. And the sides of your head are kind of like a sandy grayish gray gray. It looks. I smeared some mascara on the side of my head to sort of get a blending effect up to the jet black. Can you can you see that here? Oh, you spent money and bought mascara too. Mm-hmm. Back to the pawn shop. I asked if they had any mascara. They did. Smeared some on the sides of my head. I mean, I, I, look, this is the first day. This is the first day. Like, I'm sure I'll get better at the mascara smearing. Couple things I would do. Okay. First of all, I'd wash that toupee. I'd wash it. I'd give it a good wash. I'm worried it'll look fake if I wash it. But well, you can it. style it. You you need a little. You need a mannequin head, and you need to store it on the mannequin head. So those are two things that you need to get. And how much was the mascara at the pawn shop? And it was used fifty dollars. Fifty. Okay, that's too much. <laughs> you really? could get it. Yeah. Like the the guy was it. excited to see me come back, so he might have. Yeah, you could get it at he the CVS for about five dollars. Yeah, five dollars. Wow. <laughs> yeah, the CVS this stuff is magic. It's only five bucks. Yeah, it's only. I can't five believe bucks. that mascara is only five dollars. I mean, what a transformation it. it does well, it depends. You can buy it as for as anyway. Well, good for you. How's the beanstalk? Great. Yeah. <laughs> it's growing. It's growing. I'm going to get that golden goose, buddy. You think it's magic? You think this one's magic? Of course it's magic. Of course it's magic. I'm rooting for you. What are the odds? I'm on the way to market with a cow. What Mm. are the odds? Some guy comes up. He's got magic beans to sell me. (laughs) You know, I have an instinct for this kind of thing. You're a successful businesswoman. I'm a successful businesswoman. But you've done the beanstalk thing before, and it hasn't worked out before. So I don't want you to get hurt again. You know what? I don't get hurt. It's good to have hope, Will. It's good to have hope. That's not that's what I les- think. Yeah, I know. That's a lesson you could learn. It's good to have hope. Let's bring on our client for this week. I'm going to connect them to the Zoom call now. I have not met this person before, so let's see what's going on. Sir, are you there? Uh, yes. Hello. Uh, 
Hello. Hi, sir. My name is Will Hines. We corresponded over email a little bit. This is my copy editor, Karen Donahue. She and I will be working on your book if you decide to work with us. Okay, great. Hello, Karen. Hi. Hi there. And, and, and what's your name, sir? Uh, my name is Noah Kaufman. Uh, you probably know me. I am not, uh, America's- not the Noah Kaufman. Yes, that's right. Uh, America's oh youngest gosh. billionaire who's not uh, Kylie Jenner. Incredible. Wow. Yes, I, I read. I read the. Uh, I think you were in Time Magazine last month, maybe, and and that was the subheadline: the America's youngest billionaire who's not Kylie Jenner. Uh, that's right. I used to be uh, just the first half of that America's youngest billionaire, but now I have to qualify it just uh, just a little bit. Uh, once you're king of the hill, somebody wants to knock you off. That's the way it goes. Hey, I, I still think you're doing all right. This is incredible. No, I can't believe that you're contacting us. Yes. Uh, well, you may have read in Time Magazine and elsewhere that I'll be uh, honest, my I skimmed it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. Uh, my reputation has taken a, a little bit of a hit uh, in the last couple of years, and I, I was— I gather um, that only from the photo they chose to use. There was, like, food on your face, and I think your fly was down. It seemed like a deliberately unflattering photo of you in time. Yeah. Uh, when we were doing the photo shoot, they explained that they could fix all of those things in post-production, and I asked, well, why did I need to lower my fly in the first place? <laughs> and they explained that it was a lighting thing. Um, and so I just I went with it. Wow, That's it was a real bad. hit piece. That was real some real gotcha journalism, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. The lefty yeah. libs, they drive me nuts between you and me. I'm apolitical. Great. Anyway, so uh, your reputation has taken a bit of a hit. Is it? Is it the, the, the thing that's happening to a lot of tech companies? Like, are you coming under attack for sort of privacy violations and just suspicious of the 1% kind of stuff? Yeah, amongst other things. Uh, absolutely, people suspicious of what I'm doing with my money. And, uh, of course, I originally became famous for dog swap. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't need to explain what that is. I, right. I will. I will. I don't know. Just, just, just in case maybe this part of the story that I don't know. I feel like I know it. I've seen so many little documentaries about it. I've mm-hmm. certainly read. I read your book. I know mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that you wrote, and now I'm going to write another one. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so you tell me your story. Yes, my PR person said that that book did not help, uh, uh, and that's why I'm coming to you. Anyhow, uh, Dog Swap, of course, is the uh, app where you can take a photo of two dogs, and it will show you what happens uh, if they were on the other side of the room. They sort of swap positions. That um, I love that app. I couldn't stop using that when that came out. I was like, this is so fun. What would the dog look like if it was over here? I would say yeah. to myself. And then I would use Dog Swap, and he'd be like, oh, that's what it would look like. Yes, I'm just, I'm just curious. No, and did you ever think like, uh, oh, you know what? This would be kind of fun if we could swap out the dog's faces and see what this dog's face looks like on that dog's body. Or if you had a thought like, oh, what if someone has a dog and they don't really like it and they want to get rid of it and maybe get a different dog and then you could Hmm. have dog swap, swapping dogs. Did that ever come to mind or you were just like, let's see what dogs look like on opposite sides of the room? Yeah. uh, Curiosity isn't really my job. Right. Uh, I have people mm-hmm. to be curious. I'm there to be precise and to get the, the work done. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think yeah. I did a great job of that. Well, mm-hmm. Dog swap worked like a charm. I mean, every- It worked a little too well. Uh, I did get in a little bit of heat, a little hot water for, for selling people's personal information to the North Macedonian government. I remember hearing that. I was glad. I, I personally want my name out there. And if, it gets, if, if my name's getting out there via somebody selling privacy data, hey, there's no such thing as bad publicity. I mean, what's the worst Macedonia is going to do, especially North Macedonia? I mean, come on. North Macedonia sucks. Okay. Um, we probably can we edit. Can we edit that out? No. No. Is that okay? No. Yeah. So, what sort of hot water? What would what were the lefty libs doing to you? What, what are they? They sat. What, you, the data wasn't woke enough when you sold it, or what's happening? 
Uh, again, I'm, I'm apolitical. Uh, okay. It's not so much uh, the lefty libs or, or the righty, the righty rights, the righty tighties, the righty tighties. No, just people were saying that it was inappropriate to send people social security numbers and. Uh-huh. Uh, I wondered why I had to enter that to... when I used Dog Swap. Yeah, well, we just said it was part of a two-factor authentication process. You yeah. needed to uh, mm-hmm. get a my password sent to your number. phone and enter your social security mm-hmm. number every time you logged into the app. I yes. bought it. I bought it. Now, uh, another thing that I get, I mean, I don't want to bring this up, but I feel mm. like I should, and maybe it should go in the book. You were also Which we haven't even talked about yet, but we'll find out soon what book he wants to write. But you were also in a lot of hot water because mm. you were tracking you had like gps tracking on people's cell phones that you were selling to uh various uh what are they bail bondsmen i guess that's what oh, it was yes. so a lot of people were getting uh busted for skipping bail and that was because of you you helped a lot of bail bondsmen catch you know. right sure and again that wasn't meant to be a statement it was just a, a profitability thing uh bail bondsmen offered the most money for that information and, and so the lefty, they got that information. the lefty libs must have had a field day hey, with you that. might be apolitical but okay. i love seeing them lefty libs eat shit boy okay. oh uh, boy <laughs> Karen, Karen I can't wait. Oh boy! I hope Rachel Maddow worked herself up in a tizzy over that one. You know what I'm saying? Everyone is looking to quote me at all times, and mm-hmm. so I have to stay down guarded. the middle. That's good. Down That's the middle. Very smart. Yeah. That's very yeah. smart. I don't have to be. Nobody will. Nobody will quote me if I beg. No them. one cares what Will says. At I beg all. them to be quoted. I walked into City Hall and I said, "Children should be banned." Nobody cared. Hmm. Uh, Los Angeles City Hall. Anyway, Mr. Kaufman, what kind of book are you looking for? Sort of an image, an image fixer-upper, sort of a uh, something to help your PR. Uh, yeah, that's right. Like a biography memoir thing, or I actually heard uh, recently similar, similar to that. I heard the news that Timothy Chalamet had been cast as Willy Wonka mm-hmm. in a yes. Uh, I read that Willy Twitter's Wonka. going nuts about it. They're fascinated. Yes, and so I was wondering if there were a book that was sort of in the vein of a Noah Kaufman and the Chocolate Factory uh, that that made it seem like it was really fun to work at Dog Swap. Uh, instead of what it has, um, you know, been, oh, okay. been accused of being. Overtly fictional or just sort of based on real life, lightly fictionalized? Or we present it as nonfiction and just say what we want. I'm down for whatever. Yeah, I want to I wanna take the truth and fun- make it funify seem as fun it? and positive as possible. Yes, I want to funify being a dog swap. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's funny because how m- you, people are still using your app despite, you know, all the bad press you've gotten. Uh, people just love I mean, that. North app. Macedonia recruited Americans and invaded South Macedonia, mm. and That's yet right. Dog yeah. Swap is still. They wiped it off the map. You could Google South Macedonia; you won't find a thing. You anymore. won't find it. It's and it's been kind of removed from all past searches. And thank too. God, am I right? <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> you I hope the I'm lefty saying, libs no, are mad you about know what that. I'm saying. World's referees, that's what I call the lefty libs, walk this, they grab, they buy whistles and put them around their neck and they just tweet, tweet, calling fouls all over the place. Not for me. Sure. Well, that's 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 something that a a person could believe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I remember hearing something and, you know, maybe this is wrong. Maybe, uh, you know, I don't know if this is true or not, but um, you also link to people's like home security systems through dog swap and you were able to <laughs> I sell know, I don't even know how you did that. Like that was incredible what I read about that. 
and uh, you were able to, you know, sell the ability to unlock people's homes. To <laughs> that was amazing. I guess How you were you selling it on the dark web, is what I heard, so that people, you know, they would go on vacation, and you were able to track if they were home or not, or even if they were at work all day, someone could unlock someone's home and go in and steal everything in the house. So yeah, that's that's right. I called them uh, PFTs, private fungible tokens. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, uh, for the highest bidder, I would sell uh, the ability to access uh, a stranger's uh, yeah. uh, personal life. As a podcast fan, I thought you were selling Paul F. Tompkins when I read about this. I was like, how how did he buy Paul F. Tompkins? And but that because yeah, I glean a lot of articles, I don't I don't read them. But then I did read that one, and I was like, oh, they're they're not, he's not having anything to do with Paul F. Tompkins. This mm. is just no, I I did cold message uh, Paul F. Tompkins on Twitter to try to get uh, a fun little uh, uh, branded video going for my uh, PFTs. Cute. Smart. Cute. Smart. Uh, I did not did not get a response. Oh, that's what a unfortunate. Jerk. What, a mm. jerk. what a jerk. You know, it's if these celebrities. These celebrities. You got to respond to cold messages when you're a famous person. That's what I always say. Yeah. So, are you thinking a children's book? Are you thinking it's going to be more for grown-ups? Can I answer that? Sure. I think we should go sort of like young adult-ish. That that would be my pitch. Like Hunger Games. Like adults could buy it, but there's nothing challenging in the prose. Like you can tear through this book. Um, uh, yeah, Noah, that, what do you that think? all sounds good. That sounds good. Uh, I just wanted to point out that Karen asked me a question. Mm-hmm. Will mm-hmm. asked Karen if he could answer the question, and That's Karen correct. said yes on my behalf. <laughs> That's right. Each of you took turns speaking for yes, me. Yes, you're, you're in the hands of two pros. Like when we feel that we're going to protect you, Noah. I think maybe that's important for you to right. know. Right. When we think you're in trouble, we'll answer the questions. We'll or we'll sell you out. Only if it's uh, the last resort. Hey, I'd expect uh, nothing less. Great. And I will destroy you both if that happens. Oh, hey, we respect that. Good luck. Uh, Will's Great. already destroyed. There's a, yeah. I, have you noticed his hair? Yes. Uh, I was trying to be kind and, and not point that out. Um, it looks like a squid has inked your head. Mm. Let me see. You know, that is pretty accurate. I went a little heavy, a little heavy on some head mascara. Uh, and I just got to, you know, I'm, I'm still learning how to do it. So I got to just kind of lighten up the, lighten up the side. I think once I blend the coloring on the sides of my head this toupee is gonna gonna work like a charm mm. even in even in this state which i'll admit is a little subpar i was getting some very genuine smiles from the baristas at the Starbucks. well well you're yeah. making this about you oh my bad <laughs> i put my big head up my tiny butthole which is something i do and i apologize Honestly, it's all right. Um, Just sitting here having this conversation, I've made $32 million. Oh, good for you. Thank you so much. Wow. That's impressive. I've only made two. Mm. But I'm Um, waiting on a beanstalk, baby. You know what I'm talking about. Do you know what she's talking about? Are you referring to a a literal beanstalk? Yes. Okay. I was able to get my hands on one. Don't brag, Karen. Can I just say, don't brag? It's well, not a good, not a good just, look. Well, I'm just letting you know I was able to get my hands on one. Mr. Kaufman, before we pitch ideas, can and it's okay if you have a very vague answer to this, but I'm just yes. curious. Did you have any kind of notion of what this book would be like? Like, I'm thinking we create a composite protagonist, you know, you know, a la Charlie from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, mm-hmm. some fictional kid who wins a trip a tour of dog swap and it's through this protagonist's eyes that we see everything and and maybe maybe he wins an internship and so we get to see him training and working there and having a great time that's my general notion is that anything at all what you were thinking okay i was wondering if maybe we could uh look at things more from the perspective of the noah character Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um just how fun he is how affable uh high charisma Mm -hmm. popular 
Yeah, mm. high charisma. It's gonna mm. be a tough sell. Maybe, maybe. Well, let's put a pin in that. That's certainly a way we could go. Okay. We also could go create this protagonist, this athletic, sinewy, joke a minute guy <laughs> comes to dog swap, wins an internship, and he meets he meets Noah. Absolutely, he meets Noah, and they like have lunch together. And Noah is the best. But then we leave Noah for the rest of the book, mm. and the and the um, the fictional intern goes on a series. Maybe you know, maybe he finds like Narnia there. Karen, any thoughts? Yeah, I do have a thought, and my thought is, what if the Noah character is like a real piece of shit? Ooh, interesting. Like, well, what happened? You know, he was bullied as a child, and he was, you know, it's it's every super villain origin story. You yeah. know, like you're bullied as a child. Everyone kind of made fun of you. What was your upbringing like in real life, Noah? It was uh, very difficult. My parents were only millionaires, and uh, it was hard to not have some of the things that I've been uh, granted as an adult. It's very rough. But yes, my, my autobiography was uh, largely reviewed as the portrait of a supervillain, and, and, and that is sort of what got me in more trouble. So mm -hmm. I'm actually trying to pivot away from sort of that angle mm -hmm. on the Noah character. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, people were really focused on the privilege and the sort of trust fund aspect of your upbringing, I think, with your memoir. So if we instead have the fictional Noah character, we'll make him fat as shit and just ugly and say that he was raised in a cage, you know, like the penguin in Batman Returns. Right, and, and like, so you have empathy. You have empathy, you have empathy for, for the character. This guy. It's like, no wonder he's such a piece of shit. Like, he was raised in a cage. Oh, I don't remember how much empathy I had for the penguin. In, in yeah, the probably Batman a lot. Movie. I mean, I, okay. I, 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 th I saw him as the hero of the film. Now, what I'm wondering is, I don't, you know, if we should put this part in the book or not, that when you did that update, you had like an update of the app. And mm -hmm. so then people would like point their phone at their dog and their dog would be incinerated. <laughs> and so, again, I couldn't believe the technology. I was amazing like, how technology. did you make the yes, flashlight right. hot enough to incinerate a dog? I mean, mm -hmm. I think, and I maybe, think people yeah. were sleeping on that aspect of the story. I think so. Uh, it was a huge tech breakthrough. It may have been on me for calling it uh, Dog Swap 2.0. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. It sounds pretty similar to the first feature. It really swaps out your life for uh, a life where you don't have a dog. Mm. <laughs> I got yeah. that after. Uh, right. Yeah, that's what a lot of people said. Yeah. I was dog sitting, thank God, so that it wasn't my own dog or I would have been traumatized. Mm. But I did incinerate an acquaintance's dog, which I felt bad about. And, it, you know, it was really taken off. That 2.0. I mean, still people, was popular. Yeah, very hmm. popular. People were, you know, videoing themselves, uh, incinerating dogs. Other well, I know there was that bank robbery group that used it to hold up a bank, but they had to like make everybody in the bank wear dog costumes so right. that they could be under threat of Dog Swap 2.0 incinerating. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like they broke yeah, into the bank, right. made everyone dress up as a dog. They're like, now that you look like a dog, we're going to use Dog Swap 2.0 to incinerate you if you don't give us all the money. And right, and then it. all those bank robbers were caught by their bail bondsmen. Yeah, now you, got, <sighs> you, made, you got it on both ends there. You got it on both ends there. We got now uh, that's yeah. good. Real good. That's that's the job. Uh, it's not the creativity. It's not the imagination. It's just finding how to uh, squeeze every possible uh, penny out of the American public. <laughs> right. Let's right. try your idea. Let's say the book is from the point of view of a very lightly fictionalized Noah Kaufman. And this guy's okay. great. He, he is a, he's a good guy. He Sure, he's rich, but he's using that money to improve people's lives. And he's, mm. he's worried about the welfare of his customers. 
he's good looking. He played the cross at a public university, let's say. Humanize you a little bit because I know you went to double Harvard. That's right. But we'll just say that real you went to regular state school. It, we can't just knock it down to a single Ivy? Just a single Harvard? We could try that. I feel like if we're going to fictionalize it, let's bring you down to say you went to like, <sighs> I don't know, Arizona State University. You know, let's bring you, Let's bring you way down. I was going to gag at Berkeley, but Arizona State. You want to be human and likable. I mean, we'll, you know, we'll say you overachieved there, you know, that like. What if it's Phoenix University, an online school? Hey, you're a tech guy. You're a tech guy. All right. Um, well, this, look, is just a, I, this is, we're just, this is. My white, PR person said I have to go against all of my natural instincts. So I'm just going to accept uh, this idea. What is your natural instinct telling you? Triple Harvard. Mm, I just think that would. I think that's a bad change from double Harvard, where you mm. went. You know, people already resent you for going to a university they'd never heard of. Right. Where, from within the existing undergraduate body of Harvard, a select richest few are chosen to go to a double Harvard university within that university. Even yeah, Harvard people feel left out of double Harvard. Um, and that double Harvard itself, of course, is uh, entirely located within li one library. Uh, triple Harvard would be just in the bathroom of that library. Just mm. the three richest members of double Harvard. Wow. Uh, wow. You know what? Let's, let's give it a shot. Let's say this guy went to triple Harvard. Great. We're just, we're just whiteboarding right now. Right? We'll take this out if it, doesn't, if it doesn't look good in the first draft. This is a good-looking lacrosse player. Went to the <laughs> went to Triple Harvard. But he this guy means well. He's got a heart of gold. Maybe very early in the story, he saves a dolphin. Aww. You know, there's a dolphin who's like choking on a can of tuna in mm. some weird irony, and mm. and Noah like plucks the can of tuna out of this dolphin's blowhole and saves oh. him mm. on a tour of the Mystic Aquarium in Connecticut, where he was on oh. where he was visiting and feeding orphans. Cute. I legitimately, talent. no notes. Uh, that sounds incredible. Okay, great. It sounds, yeah. So let's start with that. So young Noah Kaufman pulls a can of tuna out of a dolphin's blowhole. Now we know this guy's good. Goes to Triple Harvard. And you know what? Maybe the other people at Triple Harvard are fat assholes. And that that kind of like is a cautionary tale to you. You're like, oh, mm. I can't end up like these. I have to use my privilege for good. Mm. And then we cut to Dog Swap mm -hmm. and where... A young Dickensian intern, British accent and all, is getting an internship, and you are taking it upon yourself to single-handedly train the new interns, which you do to all interns. Of course, yes. I, yes. How about this? Any, uh, what do we think? Karen, am I crazy? You're crazy, yeah, but uh, not about this. Well, I think you're getting somewhere. I don't know why you. I don't know why you keep I think wanting it's to the have tooth. this intern, but I. I, I don't know. I well, like I want, this I, entry into the world. I, want I like somebody this for the reader to relate to. I think, like, I think, like, right. They could imagine themselves. Don't get they paid. would have. Maybe yeah. the internship well, is like, please, sir, may I get paid? And you're like, no. You can't get paid. Mm. That's that would upend the whole idea and thought of internships worldwide. Maybe, yeah, maybe that's the lesson that we learn at the end. Uh, that uh, at the beginning of the book, I, uh, the Noah character was being too kind and, mm. and paying his interns, and then learns that it's actually better to to yes. give any. He's paying the interns, and because of that, Dog Swap goes bankrupt. That's right. And the country loses Dog Swap, and the president intervenes and offers aid. And Noah says, no, I don't need your aid. I'll just stop paying the interns. And the interns thank him for that. What if people lose, because of all this, people lose, first of all, you're paying your interns. Then billionaires around the world attack you. 
Mm. because you're upending what we know as a working economic system. Okay. So mm-hmm. they are attacking you and they put out all these hit pieces and we have the thing about pulling down your fly and taking a picture. All that's in there. All that's in there, okay? Well, people and, know what happened. That's good. That'll be credibility. Yeah. Make yeah, and that'll be like, okay, legit. yeah, you have to pepper in little bits of things that really happen so you can tell your so side of the story. Lose okay? a couple battles to win the war. Yes, because we, you know, we want to make you look better in this, okay? Okay. So, uh, you know, they're attacking you. They're attacking you. Then... You know, because of that, they're doing a hit piece on you. Then people start to turn away from dog swap and they don't want to do it anymore. But then half of the world loves dog swap and they're like Mm. fighting for their dog swap and they're like taking to the streets. Then there's just this, um, uh, there's like a war between pro, you know, dog swap people and anti dog swap people. And people are just like in the streets, literally ripping each other's throats out, like with bare hands. They're impaling each other on street signs. No one's showing up to work. No one's showing up to work. Maybe it's like the end of the stand, mm-hmm. like, you know, where the where the forces of good and evil meet in Las Vegas and have it, or Colorado or wherever the heck it was, and they have a big fight. Yeah. Maybe then like we the pro in. and anti-dog swap people meet for a huge good versus evil melee. Right. This is starting to sound a little bit less like uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and and more like a Star Wars situation. Shut Uh, up, Noah. Go ahead, Karen. But think about this. I I meant that positively. Okay. I retract that. Okay, well, it's hard to tell because you have a shitty tone of voice, Noah. So let's say we like zero in on like NORAD or it's just some kind of nuclear power plant, something, okay? Then we have, you know, two characters, two simple-minded characters who kind of, yeah, two morons, right? And one's pro dog swap one's anti-dog swap and they're fighting 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 and then they're like you know what if i can't have dog swap i don't want to live anymore and no one else should live either then you know he's like put your key in put your key in and he and he's like uh no i'm not gonna put my key in no i'm not gonna put my key in and he says put your key in and then uh you know he picks up the other guy's Hmm. dog and he holds a gun to its head and then or we could use the app 2.0 and he says i will incinerate your dog if you don't put your key in so then he's like okay i'll put my key in which kind of doesn't make sense because it's like you're going to destroy the whole world in about a second anyway but i'm a dog right but people don't think rational in these kind of situations so he puts his key in they both turn their keys at the same time boom world war four starts Okay, boom, 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 When was three? Do we imply that three happened already? Yes, three happened already, okay? Okay. And Dog Swap rose from the ashes of World War Three. okay? And we're like, did anyone learn their lessons about this? And no one did. No one did, okay? I lost a little track of it. What happens to Noah in that story? Oh, he gets destroyed. It's all because dog swap doesn't happen. The entire world gets destroyed and incinerated. Oh, no, wait. What about if Noah leaves on like a dog bed and goes to another planet? And so it's his job to start a new civilization. But he doesn't have anybody. So he (laughs) impregnates a dog swap, a dog swap app. Okay. Okay. Um, So a creature gets made that's half Noah Kaufman, half dog swap app. Right. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Uh-huh. And then it's the job, uh, you know, of Noah to like repopulate a different planet. And it doesn't even have to be in the solar system. It can be in like some other solar system planet that we've like never heard of. And then, you know, then we like, 
you know, the world starts to happen and he creates this whole civilization based on dog swap and Mm -hmm. they're doing really good and it's very peaceful and everything's nice. And then all of a sudden (laughs) there's an attack on that civilization. It's like very, it's like very battle I think we could shorten this story. Like I, I think it's, you know, I really thought it was wrapping up (laughs) and then World War Four started. I mean, I like a lot of your thoughts. I just think we could get there a little bit more of a direct route. Hey, yeah, if I can be honest, this is maybe the most enthralling story I've ever heard in my life. Thank you. Um, Thank you. It does stray a little far from the story I wanted a to tell. A little bit, yeah. Noah, I think Noah Coffin leaves the story at about the one third yes, mark. Um, but implicitly this is a responsible tale. for the destruction of the world. This um, is. How about, can I? How about, can I pitch that World War Four does happen, but it is caused by Bernie Sanders and Rachel Maddow with hmm. their leftist wokey woke. Oh, you know, you know, men are the problem. Politics and Noah Coffin comes to save the day with dog swap. Uh, can we make it uh, one of them and then a righty tighty? Um, that makes sense. Let's have Bernie Sanders and then um, Kevin Mitch McCarthy. McConnell. Oh yeah, okay, Mitch whatever. McConnell. Mitch. Great, you know, great. two old yeah. dudes. They're both similarly old. Mm-hmm. So uh, we got a real lefty lib and a righty tighty. Uh, start World War Four. Mm-hmm. Thank you for acknowledging that World War Three already happened. Thank you. I thought that was great. I love the idea that an unspoken, undescribed World War Three has occurred. Right. So when we're on this other planet, that's all half dog swap there's like these sleeper agents kind of it's very Battlestar mm-hmm. Galactica do we really right? need a sleeper so agent that, we already have another race we have to establish in culture and language yeah but there's there's people in within that race and let's just say that they're you know there's something about their anti-dog swap they're like you know we want to be just people and we but only want to embrace these entities people. themselves genetically are half dog they can't swap help app. it they hate and themselves yet, for it okay okay so they hate themselves the, the for half it. dog swap app entities Mm-hmm. Are emotionally anti dog swap app? Yes. Or there yes, is a yes, yes. there is a sect of them who are anti dog swap app. They kind of like they're like you created us and you kind of treat us like shit because oh also um, mm. Noah is like a fascist leader of this whole place because he's like mm. the only one who is a hundred percent human. Okay, but it is but a good kind of fascism. Like, yes. Fa- okay. Mm, great. Yes. Smart smart fascism fascism that's right. Like fascism is only bad when the person's wrong. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Sure. I mean, uh, if Mus- people... Mussolini made the trains run on time, famously, nobody had a problem with that. <laughs> it was just other things he did that were that were a little effed up. So, like, as long as the person's doing it for the right reasons, fascism is beautiful. Yeah. And then uh, my pitch is that um, uh, there's a contest to see who gets to tour the dog swap factory. Ooh, Aww. I love it. That's great. Aww. Uh, it's a little bit less of sort of that techno horror sci-fi, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it's 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 more of what I was originally coming in with. <laughs> we well, can, we can get there. We yeah. can get there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We, we can, can definitely fit there. it in there. Yeah, <laughs> it could be fit in there at some point. We have a tour. What at one if? Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. How about um, you're touring it? and You're like, this will be all yours someday. And then the billionaires who are anti-dog swap and were anti-paying interns from kill Earth? that little child. From Earth? Yes. Oh, they, yes. they kill yeah, that they little child. Murder. That's oh, what, what a happens. Twist. Yes, that's what happens, and that's what starts. You know, that could be what ha- starts World War Three, and then later World War Four happens. Right now, I'm looking at my notes. I see this book as a minimum of 900 pages. I don't know how else we cover all this. Yeah. Yeah. Is this what you were thinking? Is this what you were thinking? And remember, no, Noah, you exactly. will be the author of this book. My name yes. will not be on this. Okay. I have one real note, and that's okay, I've done 
I've done a lot of research and I've thus far found it impossible to copulate with an app. Ah. <laughs> you, you have researched that. Yes. Uh, it's not possible or it's not possible to procreate at least. And so I don't know how I'll defend that as this is theoretically a nonfiction book, as we said, mm -hmm. uh, yes. that we're sort of sprucing up. The, we're just making the, the truth more fun. I can believe, yeah. I believe in you, Noah. I think you can make it happen. I believe in you. More research. Put some more R&D into this and you can make okay. it a go. Isn't it the make kind of thing of where maybe on Earth you can't procreate with an app, but once you get to Mars, like the weird Martian air yes. makes it possible or something? Yes, that's it. Oh, it could be that, the could be area. Yeah. that could be in it too. And you're like, aha, I've done it. I've done it. It's the Martian. My era. boy, my little boy. But it, again, amp. it doesn't have to be, you know, Mars. We're talking like a different solar system. Oh, yeah. And Some the name of the planet would... could be like, you know, beta minus five, two, four or something. It could be something weird or something that isn't even comprehensible How to humans. How about something long and complicated? I don't like beta minus five, two, four. How about something that's hard mm -hmm. to remember? Okay, good. Like, you know. The name of the planet is Biscuits Go Shopping or something like that. Mm. Like a kind of a nonsense phrase that's hard to hold on to. It sounds like a ska band Biscuits to me. Go shopping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. A, British, uh, is a this, British ska band is what you're thinking? Mm, is, yeah. is this one book at this point or are we creating sort of so. a universe? I think this is a trilogy. Yeah. I think yeah. the first book just takes us up to the intern dying. Hmm. And it's a cliffhanger. Yeah. I like it. I got no notes. <laughs> what do you think, Aaron? <laughs> you know what? I love your openness, Noah. I really, I didn't expect that from you because you Look seem like Look at my like toupee. A... It's standing straight up. Somehow the heat from my head, I'm getting so worked up, has made my toupee's hairs stand straight up. I look like a heat miser. Yeah. yeah. I, I, again, I've been told that all of my um, human decisions are wrong. Mm -hmm. uh, uh -huh. And so I am just trying to uh, uh, take what other people suggest well, and say well, yes to them. You'll have time to make changes. Like once we get a draft, if we don't like something, we'll change it. You, we need you to be happy. So, and you can run it by your lawyers. You know, we'll, we'll make sure this this is good to go. Yeah, we'll okay. make sure it's. But uh, you know what? You think about it. You take some time. Think you think about it. You do some research. We'll come back tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, I'd like to wrap it up right now. Karen and I will go away. We'll see if we have any follow-up questions. This is our standard procedure. And mm -hmm. if you don't mind, Noah, we'll contact you or you can contact us tomorrow at this time. A couple follow-up questions, and then you can decide if you want to work with us or not. We'll kind of you know, make a more formal pitch. Okay, great. Are you having any other meetings? Are you taking any other meetings? Uh, currently, yes. I'm in two other meetings right now. <laughs> oh, How are they going? Hey, they're going all right. I'm mostly um, listening. Nice. Okay. We, I guess, I think, Carabin, are you meeting with other ghost authors? Oh, this is my first stop. All right. Well, and shop around. It's not to put, and it's not to lay any last. pressure. It's gonna be your last. Nah, shop around. I, you know, I'm a real Macy's Gimbals kind of guy. Like, if you, yeah. we want you to be happy. Well, I, you know, I, I consider myself a man of very few ideas. Mm -hmm. I see. And you've brought so many to the table. Yeah. Uh, that I, I've had a very positive experience to this point. Okay. Well, great. So we'll contact you tomorrow, and we'll see if we have any more. Great. I've already scheduled the calls in your computers. Oh, look at that. You have. That's interesting. Oh, your face is here. Oh, wow. Nice. And, wow. I'm watching you. That's amazing. All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Talk to you tomorrow, Noah. Goodbye. Bye. Hello. If you're enjoying I Will Write Your Book, please do that thing that every podcast asks you to do and go and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. It makes a huge difference to us getting to new audience members. Also, if you have ever heard of social media, there's I Will Write Your Book on Instagram and I Will Write Your on Twitter, which features photos of our guests. And sometimes we get fun fan art that mocks up the covers of these books that we are talking about on these episodes. And it's really fun. So I hope you get a chance to check those out. And thanks so 
so much for listening. Cassette tape two. This is a meeting with myself and Karen Donahue. Hello, Karen. You want to climb it? I can't. It's really taken off. Look at it. How long is I, how long has this been going? Three days. Incredible. You can't even see the top of it. I think you you got a winner here. You want to climb it? I, I'd like to. Yeah, my upper body strength is. I'm in a little bit of a dip that way, but right. I, I'll I'll see what I can do. Go ahead. Push can yourself I, up with your feet. What do you mean? Like more, use your feet. Stop, don't pull yourself up with your upper body. Oh, I see. Like I see. Take use a your step, lower body. Push yourself okay. up. You've mm-hmm. got a big mm-hmm. old ass. Use Thank it. You. Use you. it. I am. I'm using my big old ass. Jesus. Go ahead. Try. Oh, I really. Oh, this is very easy to climb. Mm-hmm. It's like a mm-hmm. ladder. Mm-hmm. Quite nice. Yeah. This, this feels magic. This Anything up there? feels magic. Anything up there? Well, I'm like 10 feet up right now, so there's nothing here. Keep going. Get up. Get all the way to up the there. To the clouds? What are yes, you talking about? Yes, get to the clouds, you jackass. This is the opportunity of a lifetime. What are you doing? Okay, I'm behind you. I'll come up with you. I just wanted you to Good. have an experience. Okay, I'm going up. I'm, be- I'm right behind you. I know. You see anything? I'm like maybe 25 feet off the ground. Keep- you want to go all the way up to the clouds? Yes. It's take hours. I said go. Going. Three, Holy shit. Oh, my God. I <laughs> smell the blood of a little man. That hurts. I have English descent. You could have said Englishman. I'm getting notes. I'm <laughs> just saying. I, I don't mean Where to know you. you. Where are you? Well, what's know. going on? What's there's happening? A, there's a giant. Nice. It's he's mad. Go. Where? Get the goose. What? It's a goose. I, I, I just got here. Ooh, there's a castle. Run Sarah, towards a castle. it. Run towards it. Towards it or away from it? Towards the castle. I'm right, behind I'm you. Where are you? I don't see you anymore. I'm right behind you. Go, 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 go. I'm at the castle. Go in. Thank you. It's nice. You see a goose? What? You see a goose? Yeah. Take it. Oh, right, right, right. I got him. Hurry up. Run, 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 run. I, I'm winded. I got to walk. <laughs> What's going on with the goose? I'm taking a break. Get, go, run. Right, Jesus. <laughs> Hurry up. I'm coming down. God. This is. Coming down. Coming you... down. Will, oh, here, 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 to... here. Take the goose. Take the goose. Oh, thank God. Oh, good. There was a singing harp, too. Uh, who cares? Who gives a I fuck know, I, about that? I didn't that? get it. I just like, I'm going to tell you one thing. If this goose does not lay a golden egg, I will wring its fucking neck. Okay, please don't. I can't have any more animal cruelty. I spent all last night accidentally incinerating dogs. because. Uh. Downloaded DocSub 2.0 and just went well, nuts with it. You really hustled there. I have to chop down this beanstalk. Okay, great.
Uh, no comments on my improved mascara blending. <laughs> oh. Well, now you're really perspiring. You're really sweating. You really look like Rudy Giuliani at a press conference. Well, I've locked this thing. You know, I've, like, glued it on, basically. Oh, my God. Well. What? There's big chunks of your toupee missing. I think this goose snapped them up. This fucking goose? Are you kidding me? Swear to God, there's big old bald spots. You can see hey, through. Goose. You think you do it here. I, you know how much money I spent on this toupee? It was as, as much money as I got from my Dell laptop. Shut up, you goose. Will. Will. What? It's got to lay a golden egg first. I'll strangle this thing's neck. <laughs> oh, Will. God. I'll break the neck of this goose with my bare hands. Oh, Will. God, you goddamn goose. Rip my toupee. Yeah. <laughs> See death, see death, you low animal. You low, mean animal. Cassette tape three. This is Will Hines. Follow-up meeting with Karen Donahue, and I am connecting Noah Kaufman right now. Mr. Kaufman, hello. Uh, Hello. Hope you had a productive writing meeting. Thank you so much. We did. It was great. Well, basically, we think that everything we said at our last meeting was great, and we're just going to do that. Right. And I thought today we could just pitch on a title. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm a little distracted. Will, your head looks like an inverse chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> yes. It's it's mostly dark, dark brown with, spots with little... Of, yeah. yeah, that's right. My toupee is having some technical difficulties. I could probably use your help, frankly. but I, And I just haven't had time to tend to it. I'm hoping to grow my natural hair just in those spots to sort of balance, you know, kind of like... Balance out the the bald spots of the toupee and also make it look just slightly more realistic. Got a pitch. I got a pitch for you. Okay, for no, me I'm or sure. For Noah. For Noah. Noah okay. I'm sure okay. you come up. Yeah, I'm sure people come up to you all the time with their ideas and they're like, I don't let people come up to me, but sure. Toupee swap. You know the idea, though. Toupee swap. Toupee swap. Toupee swap. What would this toupee look like on the other side of the room? Yes. Yes. I mean, I have wondered that. So you need two toupees. Or just uh, a person wearing a toupee and another side of the room. It would show a person wearing a toupee, uh, they'd see what it would look like if they didn't have hair. And then the other half That's would be a toupee. That's too complicated. That's okay. too complicated, Noah. You're, right, you're, right. I, you're taking my idea and you're fucking it uh, up. I tried I like to it. generate no, information no. and it didn't work. Uh, Noah, I like that idea. I think Carrot's being no. insanely mean. Uh, you're right. I should, I'm being um, honest. I'm being honest. Okay, maybe no one's focus ever on been money. honest with you in your life, Noah. Wow. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm having a moment here. Well, uh, toupee swap is a possibility. Let's work on the title of the book. Okay. Uh, the one that we uh, pitched yesterday with the intergalactic war of the of the half-app creatures versus the anti-dog swap half-app creatures. What about Fun Factory? <laughs> I love it. Fun Factory. And it could be kind of a picture of you on the cover in the office of the dog swap with a big smile on your face. Oh yeah. Uh, maybe like, maybe like you're, I don't know, building something out of Jenga pot. You know, just doing something creative. You know, you're like you're making a heck of a Jenga. You know what I love about it? Okay, Fun Factory. It just reminds me of like Andy Warhol and the factory, and like maybe yes. the cover is like an Andy Warhol kind of portrait of you. You know, yeah, like black turtleneck. Like, yeah. Well, I was thinking like the famous mm. kind of like Marilyn Monroe portraits you would. You know, like oh, like the four, the four, yeah, the four like quadrants. quadrants with... Yes, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, That's what I was thinking. Nice. But the turtleneck thing is great with a big wig on. Great, love it. Could do both. People have called me uh, subversive to society oh. itself, just like Warhol. 
I mean, yeah. I always loved the idea of Warhol's factory, and I would always just think, what if it were more fun? So this would be good if this were like Warhol's factory, but fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fun mm-hmm. factory is good. Noah Kaufman's fun factory. Mm. I, I don't know. And then, you know, page one, World War Three was brewing. <laughs> World War Three has already happened. Yes. Well, definitely, yeah. World War Three was ending. That's that's sentence one of this book. I mean, I got it's a page turner. I already want to know what happens. Yeah, me mm. too. You gotta have stuff to unpack when you write books. That's you really a, do. I'm saying that out loud to myself. You really do. You really do. You don't want to lay it all out in chapter one. I hate to do this to you, Noah, but just <laughs> while I have on the phone, could I ask you a tech question about my laptop? Uh, all right, sure. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Okay, so I have a Mac. And I have, there's Mac Mail and Google Mail. And I want my mm-hmm. Google Mail to run my email, but it keeps opening up my Mac Mail whenever I click on like an email link in a web browser. Mm-hmm. Is there any way I can make it so that when I click on an email link, it opens up my Gmail and not the Mac Mail? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I haven't touched a computer in 10 years. Okay, well, uh, I appreciate the technology you considering has changed. It. I appreciate you considering it. Second question. Sometimes if my lap, if I leave my laptop screen open, okay? Mm-hmm. I'll come back and the little light by the camera is still on, mm. even though the monitor has sort of gone to sleep and turned sure, dark. Yeah. And I'm like, why would that camera be on? Like, I'm not sitting at it anymore. Yeah, you know sure. what I mean? That What's- is weird because we thought we fixed that. We thought that the light would not stay on regardless of what we were doing on your computer. Uh, maybe you haven't updated your... I haven't. I have to update my software still. That's probably it. You won't see that light anymore. Well, great. I feel better. Noah? Yeah. Yeah. I keep a little piece of a post-it over my camera. Mm-hmm. So, nice try, buddy. <laughs> nice try. Uh, it's funny you should say that. Uh, we have been spending many years trying to develop technology to get rid of post-its, and mm-hmm. we have not been wow. able to do it. Right. I can evaporate a dog. Mm-hmm. I cannot get rid of a post-it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, something something about it. I, I I don't know what they what they're doing at 3M, but it's destroying us. So you're not getting in my house, baby. Not getting right in my you house. Are. And do you know what? It's inspiring to hear that you still have challenges, Noah. How old are you right now? I forget. I know you're the I'm 28 years old. Yeah, and you became a billionaire at what age? Uh, I lose track of liminal time. Uh, 22 years old. Mm. It's incredible. Well, it's interesting to hear that if somebody who was a so only one year out of triple Harvard. You're an inspiration, Noah, to people, to people. I actually, I, I dropped out of uh, Double Harvard, uh, Double in real life. I dropped out of Double Harvard because uh, I had an idea that I, I just couldn't share with the intellectual community there. So What was it? It was called cryptocurrency. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh I've, I've heard of that. Yeah, you, that you was my idea. That? Oh, really yeah. smart, yeah. I did not create uh, Bitcoins or Ethereum or, or any of those. Uh, I just created the general concept of cryptocurrency. Ah. Good for you. Yeah. I've heard it's a real scam. Well, normally we read email here, but we don't have any email. So I would just like to say that if you'd like to send us an email, you can do so book at wilhines.net, hmm. B-O-O-K at W-I-L-L-H-I-N-E-S dot net. That is a real email address. And if you have any questions about the publishing industry, we'd be happy to answer it on a future episode. Mm-hmm. I don't think we have anything else to do. Should we wrap it up, Karen? Yeah, I think we really should, unless Noah wants to buy. I got magic beans. Got my hands on some. You yeah, they really beans? work too. Yeah, they create real magic beanstalks that go to a land of giants. Mm-hmm. I don't believe you. Yeah, I wouldn't either. So thanks so much for uh, contacting us, Noah. We'll let you know when we get a draft. Uh, give us three days. Three days. Mm-hmm. 
Well, it's going to take you a year to get a draft out. <laughs> a year? No, it'll be shorter than a year. I Three days know. might be pushing it, but I'm uh, with my good hair, I am feeling confident. Mm-hmm. Well, you can good. just write the first couple sentences, and an algorithm will take it from there. I just needed that starting point. Oh, is that all you need? Yeah, that's right. I'll get that done by the end of the week. Great. And I think $50 is a fair price for that. Karen, please don't negotiate the fees. You always undersell our services. A few sentences, Will? Come on. Yeah, but we're putting all... Just even for the cost of this meeting, we should charge more. You know what? I'll give you $60. Ah, There we go. Done. See, and they say you're an exploitive asshole. I say it's not true. Well, thank you so much. Uh, Can I put that on the back of the book? (laughs) Not an exploitive asshole. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, please do. I mean, no one knows who I am, but feel free to quote me. Hey, someone's quoting you. Hey, that's what I wanted. it's what you always wanted, Will. Happy ending. We didn't even need World War III. Thanks, everybody. That was another episode of I Will Write Your Book. My name's Will Hines. I played a character named Will Hines, and I would like to plug my other podcast. It's called Screw It. We're just going to talk about comics. My brother Kevin and I talk about comic books, the only podcast in the world where two guys talk about comic books. Um, against all odds, it's starting to become popular, so you want to get on that train until you're before you're left behind. Pam Murphy played Karen Donahue expertly as per usual. Murphy plays on Twitter and Instagram, always posting. Uh, so active. I'm so active on my socials. And if you would like, you can recommend this podcast to your friends, to your friends, to your friends. And our, our guest, Jake, would you like to introduce yourself, please? Yeah, I'm Jake Regal. I played Noah, which became a three-way impression of Mark Zuckerberg, Barack Obama, and Will Hines. Uh, And I'm at Jake Regal on everything, basically. Yeah, well, thanks for coming on our show, Jake. Thanks for having me. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you next episode. Goodbye. Hi, Adam Peacock from My Neighbors Are Dead here. Each week on My Neighbors Are Dead, I talk to the tertiary characters real and imagined from your favorite horror films. But this summer, we're doing something different. We are taking you to the northern woods of Michigan, all the way up to Whitlow Lake, to bring you the original tale of the My Neighbors Are Dead summer camp massacre. We're bringing back some fan favorites of the show as we try to piece together through interviews with survivors, witnesses, and with any luck, the killer Chad himself. We're going to try to piece together exactly what the hell happened up there at Camp Willow Lake. It starts June 22nd and it runs all summer long. That's the My Neighbors Are Dead Summer Camp Massacre. You can find it on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Campfire.